What's up, guys? Our guest tonight is a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt who's trained and competed all over the world. Uh, his primary focus now is combining the art of Jiu-Jitsu with world travel. He's doing this through his camps that are held all over the globe. We're very pleased to welcome Christian Grauger to the show. This is Justin Lesko, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt and former pro MMA fighter. And I'm Mike Callahan, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt and a law enforcement officer. Welcome to That Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Christian, what's up, man? Hello, hello. Hey, Christian, can you hear us okay? Yeah, sounds good. I don't know what I signed up for, but uh, I'm ready for it. <laughs> well, we won't take up too much of your time, and we won't harass you too much. Uh, no, harass me all you want. <laughs> well, just for anyone who might be listening who might not be familiar with BJJ Globetrotters, you know, how did you get started, and a brief summary of what BJJ Globetrotters is all about. Right. Um, good question. It's uh, <laughs> that's a really good question. You're coming at you hard right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just kind of started pretty randomly because um, I'd just been doing this round the world trip. Uh, I, I wrote a blog called the BGJ Globe Charter, and uh, I I came back home and we we're going to the Europeans. Yeah. So we just had to come up with a name for for to register the academy and someone said like let's use bjj globetrotters because that was kind of like my trip you know the bjj globetrotter and uh, i was like cool we registered that and um <clears throat> we're like 15 people going we were going there every year and he said hey we're this we're kind of like it's kind of like a group trip you know with the guys we do it every year and let's let's make like a t-shirt or something cool for just to kind of like team feeling so i, I drew this logo with the bus the bjj globetrotters and uh and <clears throat> we printed that as a patch and then when i put a picture of that online then suddenly there were lots of people who wanted a patch and i was like hey looks cool let's say can i have one and like oh sure why not you know and so i shipped out a few patches and then a few people friends from usually mostly from like that around the world trip where i trained uh, so many places so uh, they messaged me and say hey i really want to go to the europeans but i can't sign up because well, you know it's complicated with my my academy can't sign up for the IBJJF and blah blah. And it's like oh sure, just I mean by all means just sign up for Globetrotters. It doesn't matter anything for me. Um, sure. So sure. we ended up with with like a good group of people signing up for Globetrotters for that Europeans, and um, you know then then the ball just kind of started rolling from there. Um, shortly after, I, I so I visited fifty six academies on that trip in um, in five months uh, around the world. It was pretty hectic. And everywhere I went, I was uh, just offering to teach jiu-jitsu for, for beer and, and a couch. And uh, it <laughs> totally worked out. And everywhere I went, I, I invited everyone to come visit me in Copenhagen. It's like, come, if you're ever in Copenhagen, just come visit me and you, know, you can train in my place and I'll take you out. And, <clears throat> and that, kind of, that kind of backfired a little bit because when I came back home, like fucking everyone came to visit me like all the time. And I was like nonstop tour guide. Um, um, too many friends. <laughs> Just too popular. <laughs> We've all been there. Way yeah, too popular. You know, I'm not sure how to say it. Kind of a big deal. but um, <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I was like nonstop tour guide. And then I was like, at some point, I was like, that's what, just all come at the same week because then I don't have to, you know, do the same tour of sightseeing every single week. And uh, there was like 25 people coming in one week. And we just, you know, had a fun week. We trained like all day long and 
you know, what do you do with friends for a week, like on a holiday? Yeah. Right. And tell us like, that was pretty fun. So um, next time there's 50 people coming, next time 70, next time 100. And, and, uh, and you know, the ball just, 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 just been rolling ever since. And, and now we, well, not right now, because there's a little pandemic. Yeah. Normally, Some getting in the way a little bit. We do um, 1,500 people a year at the camps. And uh, yeah, so it's just, it's just kind of grown like that organically. I haven't really like, done much. It's, it's kind of, a, it's kind of an, an organism of, of its own. You know? It's just a big community of a lot of friends who some of them, people use it for different things. You know? Some people use it as a straight up like traditional affiliation in a sense, like whatever, how you define that. Some people use it just, you know, to find, find uh, connections for traveling. Uh, and uh, some people use it for, as, as their instructors, they kind of, you know, use that as inspiration for, for uh, if they don't have a teacher or something, they, they find, they kind of connect with the community and, and learn from there. And, and some people use it to invite uh, as like a couch surfing service we have. So some people use that to, open their homes and their their gyms to travelers and it's a lot of things so it's just a it's just a lot of people who like do a lot of things that's that's my best description (laughs) with jujitsu involved so i i've heard about the camps a guy that we actually train with was an instructor at the austria camp brian white yeah yeah yeah, brian yeah. yeah Yeah, yeah, he was the dork he, with all that weird ski gear. Yeah, you guys went. Yeah, skiing. he was that whack job who, who you let teach people how to ski. By the way, he just broke his hand. See, anyway, he had like knee surgery like one week before the game. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, all yeah. he's very old and brittle, so you know you just kind of take that into account. His bones yeah, yeah. Are, are brittle. Well, obviously, with the the pandemic, things have been put on hold. Was there? Did you have to do any cancellations of camps? Is there plans to reschedule those? Well, you know, um, <clears throat> yeah, my business is like uh, large social events, worldwide traveling, and close contact martial arts. I'm like, I'm like, it's like bingo, it's like three out of three. <laughs> it can't be <laughs> yeah, any worse. It's, exactly. <laughs> it's like, this is the worst possible thing that could ever happen to me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, it is, what can we do? We're in the same boat. I, we, we postpone a few camps to the fall, and um, we'll see. I mean, it is what it is. We got to go with the flow and then just kind of, yeah, I, I think jujitsu camps is probably the last thing that will ever be allowed. You know? like, but, uh, but, but next month we have a camp in Iceland. Uh, Iceland is um, just like here where I live in Zambar. It's kind of like a little isolated bubble and they, they managed it pretty much completely. And um, they just opened the borders a few days ago for tourists and they have like mandatory testing at the border and, contact tracing and they're super hardcore and they had like five cases in uh, five weeks or something. It's like almost nothing. Uh, so they, they've been allowing jujitsu since the end of May. So uh, Iceland is, we're pretty lucky we had a camp planned in Iceland because they're like uh, the perfect place to do it right now. That and New Zealand, but New Zealand is far away from everything. Like, who wants to right. Yeah, it's very difficult to get to. <laughs> yeah. Unless have you, you're there. <laughs> have you been training throughout? Have you been able to get training in throughout the whole quarantine pandemic? No, we um, we actually we we closed down the gym uh, the day of the first case on the island. Okay. Way before they 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 made any um, restrictions or anything, we decided to do that. It's it's only nine thousand people living here. It's a very small community, so uh, and at that point there was not much data or knowledge about it. So we we're like, okay, let's not take any chances. And definitely in a very very small community, we don't want to be that group who you know 
who was a super spreader. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if, sure. if everyone if everyone at jujitsu gets it, uh, then it's like literally one percent of the population. So that would right. be that we could be pretty bad. Yeah, now, so. yeah, we could be in trouble. So we just we, we just stopped training there, and um, yeah, so it is what it is. I I started running. I mean, who the fuck is running? Yeah, do, <laughs> I think doing whatever you can. Yeah, running is for thieves. Right? I think it's like it makes no sense. <laughs> Uh, I just try to do a little bit here and there to kind of stay stingy, but it is what it is, you know, in, in the big picture, I'm sure we'll look back and say, oh, that was crazy. You remember that time when we didn't train? It was like, oh, so. Well, under, under normal circumstances, when you're putting a camp together, how much of you want to just travel to that place goes into where the camps happen? What's the process for deciding where you're going to take people? A hundred percent of it. <laughs> that's fair that's fair the camps are just me planning my dream holidays and then hoping some people want to join it that's that's it <laughs> that's great I, if i i if i look at a camp destination i have to you know be excited in my you know have to have the butterflies in my stomach if, if, if when i th- sit and like research it if i don't if i feel like fuck i really want to go that would be so cool and i kind of imagine going there with my friends then i get excited and then i want to do it but it doesn't matter what place it is it is if i'm not like super excited about going then i'm not going to do it because i think if if uh, if i want people to crash my holiday the, the, the and pay for it then the the least i can do is be excited about it myself you know what I mean? so right. um, yeah it's a cool way to look at it where you're just going on vacation and a bunch of people are coming with you to train while you're on vacation well that's exactly what it is so it's not even looking at it yeah. like that you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of people on a fun holiday and then you know we happen to wrestle because we like yeah. we're just grown-ups who likes to wrestle that's it <laughs> has there been one place where that stands out to you as the your most favorite camp that you've done the favorite place to have traveled yeah, you know, i love all of them it's like they're like my children i can't choose any of them <laughs> I can I I can choose I can choose between my children. I can tell you right now which one I like better. Just... Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, I said the how... camp, not not my actual kids. So can... <laughs> Is that because we can maybe hear one crying in the background? Yeah, no, Is that making the choice? <laughs> yeah, well? that's no, no, me. No. Um, how, how long uh, how long have you been training for, Christian? Uh, uh, just over twenty years. Oh wow. So again, if we're assuming that you know the pandemic was over tomorrow and things are back to normal, what is the next big dream place after the Iceland camp? Is there anything on the horizon that you've been looking forward to for a long time that you're going to be able to visit? Yeah. Any spoilers? I'm not going to tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pull it out of you. <laughs> no, you know... Um... I like things to be a hundred percent planned and like everything set in stone before I tell anyone about it. Um, you don't want to come on a podcast with two knuckleheads and <laughs> drop breaking news for us to put out no, for you before you're you know, ready. I, I, uh, I, I take kind of pride in, in if, if I say something is happening and it's going to be cool, it must be exactly what people expect plus 20%. Right? I mean, that's, that's, that's what I try to do. And, and if, if I get really excited about a place and I tell people about it, even if it's 99% sure, that 1%, it can still ruin it, you know? Like, uh, so, For I mean, sure. it could be one tiny detail that just doesn't work out and then you don't want to bring 200 people there. So, so um, uh, yeah, so I never reveal anything on, on before it's, it's fully announced on, uh, like, uh, on our website and stuff. So 
So I'm sorry, but I have some really cool places. <laughs> I'm really fucking super excited about it. And I'm, I'm planning to go visit on like a stealth trip without no Instagram or anything, me being there because people get suspicious. But yeah. <laughs> well, can we, can we at least when it hits the website and it's live and it's announced, can we have you come back yeah, on once it's official what's happening and tell us some of the details of what's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, sure, of course. I mean, right now we just gotta wait for the world to stop burning first, right? Before. Yeah. Well, that's that's the hard part. It's hard to plan when things are crazy. Yeah, definitely. Just need the end of an apocalypse, and we can be back that's to it. normal. Very simple. We, we just we just gotta get over the aliens and the asteroids, and then we, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> what is, is there? Only one in the states? Do you? How many do you do in the states? Is it just the main camp? Uh, yeah, we 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 just been doing the one in Maine um, for quite a while. Um, and um, then actually this this year I'm, I'm not even sure what fucking month it is. This last year, this year, <laughs> last year. I think it's I think it's June 2020. Yeah, last year, I think so. Could be anything at this point. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> We've been like in a time warp. Uh, last yeah. year we did uh, one in Arizona just for for the fun of it. We were right. to go back there a few months ago, but that was postponed till December. So um, yeah, as as always, it's like. If I'm excited about it, I'll I'll try to set it up and uh, and uh, yeah. So just just two in the U.S. It's it's enough trips uh, for me in the year. I, I try to make the I try to make the camps as as uh, as different as possible. I really like the contrast of the camps. You know, if I did like ten surf camps a year, I would be so bored. I'd be so tired of it. You know, yeah. so so it's very important for me that every single camp is is is, is as different as possible from the other ones. Um, otherwise, I just I cannot keep the excitement going. You know? Um, Absolutely, <clears throat> for sure. So, um, so Maine is like uh, that's like 160 people in the forest, you know, and cabins, and like that's a real, like close to nature thing. And then Arizona is like strange place in the desert. <laughs> so, <laughs> so weird. Who lives in a desert? I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. really interesting. Uh, yeah, it's super fun. You know, it's like just like yeah. I can get a new wardrobe in Walmart every time I go, so twice a year. That's enough. <laughs> got all the cool America t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You, you blend yeah. right in. No, you, you got yeah, to blend in with the locals. Important. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on so much and, and talking with us. Oh, and hopefully oh, we can get back to normal and we can see you at a camp soon. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, be, can, we'll definitely, definitely get, get to one of them. So. Yeah, you're always welcome. As Take long as care. Brian White is not teaching anybody yeah, how to ski. Yeah, I'm not going on any fucking ski slopes with Brian White, just so we're clear. <laughs> I'll take care of that. He's, he's fired. He's fired. Yeah, right let's now. actually just ban him from all the camps altogether. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. He's out. Awesome. He's yeah. Thanks. Yeah. He can still teach. He can still teach jujitsu. I'll still learn his half guard. No, no, but... he's completely out. You, you yeah, can... no, oh, no, no. That's fine. That's what you asked for. I'm so on board you. with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm totally. You asked for it, so you. Thank you. I'll just tell him. I'll just tell him. Thank you. Well, you know, we did want we did want some breaking news, so we at least gave us some breaking news. There you go. White, you're fired. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Take care. Sure. Thank you. Have a good evening. Bye, guys. You, you too. too, brother. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Huge thanks to Christian for coming on to the show. Um, if you want to find any more information on the BJJ Globetrotters camp, you can find it at www.bjjglobetrotters.com. Don't forget to follow our show on Instagram at that underscore jujitsu underscore podcast. You can follow me at M underscore Callahan one zero six. 
You can follow me at Justin Lesko, and you can also find the full video version of every episode we do on YouTube by just searching for That Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Thanks so much for watching, guys. We'll see you next time. I was supposed to say thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. <laughs>